Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. Before we get started, thank you to my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join in and support this podcast or receive mail from my desk and trips to Disneyland. You can find me on Patreon.com slash SentFromDisneyland or go to the show's website, SentFromDisneyland.com. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits and a special end-of-the-year gift. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons, to Nia, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, and Russ Romano. C-ticket patrons, Serious Inquiries Only, Debbie Weinstein, Brian Crawford, Jennifer Schneep, Ruby McDowell, Grace Cote, Scott Cagle, and Monica Vega. B-ticket patrons, The Riley Family, and the Disneyland Rewind Podcast, and to the A-ticket patrons, Elise Sharp, Zillot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelica Nablock, The All Aboard Podcast, and Ana Fiches de la Torres. The front of our first postcard has the entrance to Tomorrowland. You can see all 48 state flags leading guests up to the clock of the world. On the left, you can see the Circarama Show Building, and on the right, an ice cream vendor. Also centered is the TWA Moonliner. On the back it reads, A salute to the future. Flags representing each state in the Union flank the entrance to Tomorrowland. Here you experience the future. Today. Whisk away into outer space on a trip to the moon in a rocket ship and enjoy the many other scientific projects of things to come. It's postmarked February 19, 1959, with a Santa Ana cancel and a three-cent purple Liberty postage stamp, Scott number 1035. I assume they visit the park on Wednesday, February 18th, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. The weather was a high of 68 and a low of 47. Park attendance that day was 4,853. It's addressed to a Mrs. Joseph Gurney of Newburgh, New York. It reads, We are having a wonderful time with Jill and Whitney. They'll be parents in August. Hope to see you next month. Love to you. Best to Joe. Lulu. Since some of us are coming up on Daylight Savings Time, I thought it would be fun to look at the Clock of the World, which was added to Tomorrowland in 1956. When the park opened in 1955, Adventureland, Frontierland, and Fantasyland had their own themed entrances. Tomorrowland suffered due to lack of resources. Some of the concept art, which was used for early Disneyland postcards, showed the entrance lined with some trees and included a plan for an hourglass-shaped clock. The concept was to make the clock look like a countdown to the next viewing of Halley's Comet. A lot of the press material about Tomorrowland was focused on Tomorrowland being the future and what it would look like when the comet arrived in 1986. The Clock of the World, or the World Clock as it is listed in some guidebooks and maps, displayed what time it was around the world with 24 distinct time zones, although there are 16 additional time zones around the world. The clock had an hourglass shape with a small conical base tapering to a middle ring and tapering out a conical top with a distorted map of the world. Hovering at the top of the structure was a ball, which displayed the minutes of the current hour in Anaheim, or Pacific Standard Time, or Pacific Daylight Time, depending on the time of the year. At the very top of the clock was a half-sun and crescent moon sculpture, showing if it was day or night for that part of the world. Like most things in Tomorrowland, the 15-foot timepiece was removed in 1966 to prepare for the new Tomorrowland in 1967. 
The biggest challenge I have when I open Enfield posts on Etsy is picking out which stamps to buy. The holiday stamps look great and might match a vintage card I have to send out. You can head over to Etsy and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use for your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Etsy and Instagram for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard also has the Tomorrowland entrance, but America the Beautiful signage is on the Circorama building and the TWA rocket is now the Douglas Aircraft Moonliner. You can also see some attraction posters in between the 50 state flags. On the back it reads, Entrance to Tomorrowland. In Tomorrowland, Disneyland guests are given a preview of the wonderful developments the future holds in store. Here they may actually experience what many of America's foremost men of science and industry predict for the world of tomorrow. It's not postmarked, but dated August 25th, 1964. I assume they visit the park on Monday, August 24th, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 85 and a low of 65. Park attendance that day was 35,185. It's simply addressed to friends and was likely sent in an envelope. It reads, August 25, 64. Dear friends, As we are moving to a nicer apartment on August 31st, I will let you know our enclosed new address. It is a new building, and we had first choice of the nine apartments. It's not very far from here, but closer to the ocean and stores and buses. It's all electric. We may also have the same mailman. We are both fine and feeling good, and we trust you are well, and do not work too hard. While we're on a clock theme, in 1963, a year before this postcard was sent, Fantasyland saw the addition of a clock shop in Sleeping Beauty Castle. The clock shop took over the arts and crafts shop. In my 1968 guidebook, there's a photo of the shop with the description reading, The castle clock shop leaves no doubt about the time, especially at the start of the hour. A closer look at the clock faces in the photo reveals that only two of the 14 clocks in the shot are set for the same time. The shop sold cuckoo clocks, as well as ornate and decorative mantle clocks. The shop's time ran out in 1969, and the shop returned to its original name, Arts and Crafts. But it's interesting that my 66, 67, and 68 maps never mention the name change to the clock shop. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Friday, I caught a special daytime ATD hosted by paper artist Russ Romano. He demonstrated a new pin that he had purchased and some cool die cuts he plans on demonstrating later this month. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has a jack-o'-lantern wearing a witch's hat, with three arrows sticking out of the side and a hatchet protruding from the bottom of the pumpkin. There's a crescent moon and the words Happy Halloween written on the top. It's postmarked October 27th, 2021, with a New York cancel and a Day of the Dead Forever postage stamp, Scott number 5643. It reads, Happy Halloween. I normally don't send Halloween cards. When I saw the stamp design, I knew I had to send some. I chose the El Nino stamp for you. Although they won't arrive in time, at least they will arrive closer to Halloween than Thanksgiving. Win. There is also two stickers, one that reads, Going to a stamp collector, please do not pen cancel the stamps and another one with Russ's return address. Thank you so much, Russ, for the postcard. 
This is the first year I've ever sent out Halloween cards. I didn't send out too many, and I saved some for next year. I'm happy that the postcard made it before Thanksgiving. With the current USPS speed, I might have to send out holiday cards sooner than I usually do. Although I don't mind when I get holiday cards, I like to see which is the first and which is the last of the season. This year I plan to do a third annual Sent from Disneyland holiday card exchange. Keep an eye out for a link on my website and on Instagram. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard address to sentfromdisneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.